having that awareness, you have this other consciousness that's saying, there I go. The ADHD is trying to tell me a story right now. This is what I need to do. And that's the most important thing. And when all else fails, you can always just try acid. (laughs) Ben, you were so good (laughs) through the whole podcast. That's especially for Brian to edit. And welcome back to another episode of Coping on the Couch. I am Courtney Bedard, a licensed clinical therapist. And usually we have Brian Mulhern with me, but I have Ben DeCastro with Hello. me today. Welcome, Hello. Ben. Hello. Yes, I am here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Next episode. Brian's back. (laughs) Well, we'd love to have you sitting in. It's a podcast for mental health to talk about the importance of attending to it. Mm -hmm. Um, We pick different topics. We also talk about how important it is to seek help when you need it. And perhaps there's people out there that, you know, are looking into therapy or a little bit on kind of on the fence about it, or they know of someone who may need some therapy. And maybe some of the things we talk about can be helpful for them. But today I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, focus and concentration and also ADHD and maybe some of the things that are advantages and some of the things that are disadvantages and ways to cope. And I know this is something that is close to you, Ben. I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Were you paying attention to there something else? There was a else? squirrel outside climbing this the wall. This is what I love working with Ben. He alerts me to so many things that yes. I don't even notice. <laughs> like he was staring useless. out the w- Well, it was so funny. One day he's staring outside. I go, what happened? He's like, all right, there was an accident. I'm calling the police. Like he was totally on it. And I'm like, what? Like I felt like I was so behind on things. But that is one great thing about with ADHD is yeah. like you really do focus in on all these different things. Now, that means everything gets your attention. So yes. Sometimes that can be very distracting. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, it's great. Like for what you do, too, is you want to notice details. Yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse. I call it a superpower. You -hmm. you have to know how to manage it. Mm -hmm. You have to know when it's good, when it's bad. And, you know, I've spoken uh, with a lot of different people about my ADHD. For full disclosure, I do take medication for it. I do take Adderall. They didn't diagnose me with ADHD until much later in life, until Mm -hmm. I was uh, 17. And it was the legit diagnosis. It it wasn't, you know, uh, a lot of people get it where they just go to the doctor and say, yeah, I can't really focus. And they say, oh, you got ADHD or somebody self-diagnoses. I went through two days of, like, tests and writing compositions and reading and Mm -hmm. and comprehension. And and it it just was this whole battery uh, of tests and everything that, that I went through to figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. But again, it was it was much later in life. I had already dropped out of school at that point. So right. I did have the access to the uh, medication then, but I I was doing so many different things that I really didn't need the medication. It wasn't really anything where I was having to sit for extended period of times to focus. Mm-hmm. As I got later in my career and I started doing more different uh, things that were office related and you know very heavy into Excel spreadsheets and numbers and data and stuff like that, that's when you know a friend of mine said, you know, you really should, you, you could probably benefit from a little bit of assistance. Right. And that's kind of, I was reluctant, but I'm glad I did because it was, it, it helps. It, yeah. it really does. And there's, times of the day where it's tough and Mm -hmm. times where I'm great. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, obviously working with a professional like yourself Mm -hmm. or somebody to or a doctor to get the diagnosis is a a huge step, but also the self-recognition of and, and being aware of 
when am I good? Mm-hmm. I'm good early morning. I am not good right after, you know, from like 1130 to like 330. I'm not good. Mm-hmm. And that's where I try to set it up where I'm either doing something outside, doing something a little more active. And then at nighttime, I become really focused again. So it's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to manage it. Right. But it takes two things. It takes you, meaning the person, to actually manage it, to mm-hmm. actually commit Be to doing that. With that yeah. But you have to have somebody who is going to give you the honest feedback mm-hmm. and say, look, you're not focused right now. And there was a person for me at the time who just said, you're struggling here. Mm-hmm. And I can see it. And it's not good for you because right. it's, you know, it's it's not good for anybody if, if you're just, you know, you're kind of spinning your tires here. So that's the thing. And you brought up a couple of really good points. The thing is, when I talk to my clients, I say, listen, this is an option, the medication and how you would go about that is we always refer people to neuropsych. So mm-hmm. for the, exactly for what you're saying, because, you know, a lot of these uh, with Adderall and stuff like that, a lot of times they can be abused. And like you said, sometimes people don't get the proper diagnosis. So we refer people people out to a neuropsych person who can do all the testing. And I say, listen, this could take a few days. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is going to be sure. a commitment because we want to be sure to get the right diagnosis. They also give you back a lot of feedback as far as what things could help you behaviorally. So mm-hmm. not just the medication, but what you're talking about. Okay, what time of the day is best for you to be able to do certain tasks and what other times of the day are better for you, like you said, to just be active and not have to sit still because that can, you know, that can cause you a lot of like tension and distress to try to have to do that at certain times of the day. Also ways to help you to focus and that kind of thing. Um, so it's really important behaviorally, like you said, for, for people to know what they need to do. But also the medication can be a great assist uh, for some people. And I've known some people, they take it when they have certain tasks or certain days ahead of them where they have to keep their focus. And then other days they don't take it. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different things to talk about with professionals when you're in that realm. So I think that, but that's really interesting. I think the best thing is you have to get the proper diagnosis. Getting the proper diagnosis, like I said, it's it's the it's the biggest step in it. And then as you start to embark down the journey, if you're going to go the medication route, mm-hmm. I will tell you that Adderall that it messes with you appetite and mm-hmm. and uh, drinking, uh, yeah. not not alcohol, but just drinking water. The first few days I was on the Adderall, I'll, I'll never forget it. My blood must have been like Play-Doh mm-hmm. because I never drank any water. And then I started getting these massive headaches and everything. It's like I was super dehydrated. You forgot to drink? You forgot to drink. Oh, wow. And so I had to make the conscious decision to actually not a bottle of water, but an open glass, mm-hmm. like an actual like uh, pint glass that I had that I would put of water on my desk. And, and I was more apt to grab the water than a water bottle because the water bottle, there was a step. I'd have to take the cap off. Right. Make it um, easy on yourself. But yes. if there's days when I've been doing a big event or something, or mm-hmm. if I know I've got a, a lot of things scheduled, I will set reminders on my phone to remind me to drink water mm-hmm. or to eat because I will forget. Uh, right. I will be, just be so focused. And by the time I remember, it's mm-hmm. too late. I've got a massive headache. I'm, you know, yes. I'm, in a, I'm in a bad mood or whatever, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get to that point. So it's a journey mm-hmm. going through it. It's not a quick, easy fix. Right. But – it is workable. Mm-hmm. You can succeed with it. Absolutely. You can make things happen. You can have a very productive and satisfying mm-hmm. life. 
You just have to know how to work it. Right. And now what would you say for people who are dealing with somebody who has these kind of attentional issues? Is there something that was helpful to you or is helpful in having supports around you or people who get it and understand? Yes. You need somebody who is going to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. who you understand that when they tell you this, it's not a critical thing, meaning they're not not saying this to throw darts at Mm -hmm. you. They're saying this because they love you, because they want you to get better. You know what? It may not be a spouse. It may be a coworker. Yeah. It may be a friend who is able to see these things because the spouse may, depending on how long you've been with them, the spouse may be just used to it. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, that's that's just them. Susan is great because Susan and I met my wife. We met later uh, in life. We were both in our mid-30s when we got married. And so... There wasn't that whole high school sweetheart, you know, right. lovey-dovey kind of thing where it just was kind of part of the norm. And she's able to identify it. She's mm-hmm. able to see when it's when it's good, when it's bad. But also to have that approach of, look, this is I'm not telling you this because I'm trying to be a jerk or I'm trying to get you upset. But right. here's here's the deal. This is right. this is what I'm seeing right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not seeing it. That is worth its weight in gold mm-hmm. and, and you have to learn as the person to accept that right and the thing is there are good things with it you know especially with ADHD people can be very creative energetic they can hyper focus like you were saying sometimes oh, you yeah. can really hyper focus on something and lose time I know like with my stepson he will lose time with video games he will lose time with the things that he loves mm-hmm. and hyper focus right. but yeah there's it, it's really interesting that it can be if it's something that you're not interested in though it's like you, you might be here there and everywhere it might right. be very difficult to kind of focus in on things. You know, I want to kind of throw out some behavioral things that I've talked to my clients about and some things, you know, even if somebody isn't diagnosed with ADHD, if they're having some concentration issues, some focus issues, especially we're coming out of the pandemic. Thank goodness it's Mm -hmm. looking better and better. But there are people who are also feeling, they call it that foggy brain from the pandemic. So it's thinking about things that are helpful. Now, I don't know if some of these things are helpful. I've always talked to my clients about, you know, doing brain puzzles or reading more, putting on music. Sometimes the music can help to kind of keep your attention. You having music in the background, it also can help you to feel more connected and it can boost your mood too. So sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes people feel like if they have silence and they're trying to do something, it's too distracting. They need something in the background. Is that something that helps you? Sometimes. Sometimes a little bit of music or, believe it or not, a podcast in the background while I'm working sometimes. It's just that talking. It's just it it eliminates the silence. Mm. The biggest thing that I would say to a person that helps if they're already working with a professional such as yourself, Courtney, Mm -hmm. or or somebody else of that ilk. Understand that the best thing you can do for yourself for a week straight is journaling. Mm. How you slept, what you ate, when you were thinking you were having the issues, how much you were drinking – uh, again, water, you know, right, right. and alcohol, and alcohol too. If you if you enjoy right. alcohol uh, beverages, a social drink or something from time to time, all those different, it's all chemicals. It's mm-hmm. all and and you need to understand. Okay, and it's through the day. Even if you didn't do anything, if I just spent the day, you know, doing fun activities with a friend or whatever, mm-hmm. I need to check in with myself at certain points of the day. Okay, how am I feeling right now? If if all yeah. of a sudden I was told I have to do this detail oriented task, mm-hmm. do I think I want to even tackle that? Do I think I could handle it right now? Or am I just at a loss? Because when you stop and you you take that journal back and you, you, you review it with somebody like yourself or another professional or even just yourself or your self-reflection, yeah. you're going to start to see those patterns right. and you're going to see the dietary changes. You're going to see the, you know, the, the fluid intake and everything. Mm-hmm. That all plays into it. It's chemicals and it's a, it's a chemical imbalance yeah. that happens. And how can you make that work better and make the most? 
just of, of life. Right. And that's I think that's awesome because that goes back to self-care and really being aware. I think a lot of it is we're not aware of our ups and downs. And uh, I know for me, it's like I don't have usually att- attention issues, but I do have an issue when I don't eat well because I start getting, I you know, it, it's funny, like, oh, you get hangry. But like, I, I remember that when I was drinking coffee and I would forget to have like my mid-morning snack or something, I would start getting this like angry, overwhelming, like irritated sure. feeling. And I'd be working somewhere with people and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this isn't me. Like, I'm usually like the happy girl. And I had to notice how it was reacting with me. So I quit coffee. I go to decaf and I always have my snacks because it's just one of those things. I had to start to notice, like, if I'm not sleeping well, you know, all of these things contribute to how you're going to produce for your day. You know, how creative you can be, how productive you can be. So it's really important and especially important, like you said, when there's that chemical imbalance and when there's, you know, the, the attention issues. I think that's great advice for everyone to be more aware, especially if you're going through any kind of challenging sure. time to be more aware of your self-care. The last thing that I'll, I'll bring up is, and it, it'll sound like a product endorsement, mm-hmm. post-it notes. Oh, I was going to say yes. yes post-it yes, yes. notes are, <laughs> if you go to yes. my, in my car, mm-hmm. in my Jeep, you will find legit post-it notes, yeah. actual post-it notes. Yep. My office, like the these same. Exactly. That I have Perfect. everywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and even my briefcase. Yep. Everywhere there are post-it notes because I find that they work the best. Mm-hmm. But if I have to switch over the laundry for something, yeah. if I have to bring something with me, if you looked at my the door, the front door to my house, you, you may see like four or five different post-it notes there. I got to bring this, this, and this, yeah. or this post-it note right on the dash saying, okay, stop here, get this. Because mm-hmm. ADHD, the other side of it is it tr- you trick yourself into thinking you're going to remember. Mm. If I don't put tools back where they belong in my on my tool bench, I trick myself into thinking, oh, I have the measuring tape in my hand. I'm just going to put it here. I'll remember it's there. Right. No, no, I'm not. You, you idiot. You're not going to re- mean talking to myself. I'm not going to remember that. I have to remember to put it back. It's that tricking. Yes. It's that trickery of, oh, I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. I'll remember this. You need to understand that you're not going to when you accept that right. and you start using these little tools. If I'm watching something on YouTube and I see a video and I say, oh, I can't watch this whole video now, but I'll remember to come back to it. No, you, no, you won't. won't. <laughs> Click the save button. Put it on a playlist. Come back to it. I right. won't remember to do something. I've got to write it down on a mm-hmm. post-it note and put that on the dashboard yeah. or on the glass in front of me. Otherwise, I will forget. Like I said, that's great advice for what we're going through right now with people with foggy brain, with you know lack of attention and, and focus to remember that, especially yeah. with people with ADHD, but to remember that it's like, no, I can't just rely on that telling myself like, oh, okay, I'll remember that. Although I I will say this when I'm working with clients about mindfulness, I will tell them I had a client, you know, go into the store and would continually like lose wallets, lose license, all this stuff. And I'd say, you know, say it to yourself as you're like, look at it, take those moments to really be mindful of, do I have everything before I leave? Like taking those pauses to really mm-hmm. remember. But like what you're saying is like, when you pause to say, oh, I'll remember it, that can go right out of your head sometimes. So it's, it is good to be mindful, but when you know that you've tried those tricks and they're not working to, you know, have that backup, have yep. those sticky notes. And that's the thing. That's the other thing too, is making lists. There's this whole thing about listing all the things you need to do and then taking the top five for the day and yes. saying, okay, these are the ones sure. I focus on. There's also with tasks, I have clients break it down to 10 minute tasks. And I didn't realize where this came from. There's actually, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, but it's the uh, Zagarnik effect. I guess basically what they say that unfinished tasks are harder for your brain uh, to forget once they're started. So finished tasks we forget about, but the ones that we start. So at least if we can start something, we will mm-hmm. be more likely to finish it and complete it. So if we do it, even just five or 10 minutes to start something, we 
we will be on a better run to be able to say, okay, I'll finish that. So I tell my clients, if there's something overwhelming that's too much, break it down into 10-minute tasks. It's because if you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to you know, clean the whole room or I'm going to do all this stuff, it's too overwhelming. Yeah. And you tend to just say, oh, let me go watch the YouTube video or let me go you know, and right. distract yourself with something else. Mm-hmm. So I say break it down into small bite-sized pieces. And a lot of people, after the 10 minutes, they may say, oh, let me throw another five minutes or another 10 minutes in there. It's getting over the brain's resistance yeah. because there is a resistance there saying, I sure. can't do it. It's too much. And sometimes that can happen where your brain just gets overwhelmed by things. And like you said, you might just tell yourself, no, no, I'm going to go do something else and distract yourself. So. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The The reason why I said post-it notes too is because I've tried other like bootleg cheap versions. Yep. They fall apart They and they, they get messy. So just that side of things. Oh, yeah. The, the fake ones. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the I've tried those. Yeah. I'm like, why do they keep oh, yeah. falling and, off? And that, and that to me is like the biggest detriment. It, it gets you frustrated right, and stuff. Right, right. Oh, you my talked gosh. about uh, the task thing. I will say this. If you're an ADHD person and you're on more of a creativity side and yeah. you have kind of this all over the place brain, yeah. <laughs> the best thing you can do is get yourself a calendar system. Yes, yes. One system, one book that's going to be a reference or, or online, the phone, the Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. And then I actually block out time every Monday from a, a certain period of time. And I did this when I worked for Cardi's Furniture. Yep. I did this. I've done this you know, since then where it's called calendar management. And I look through and I just make sure that everything that I've put on the calendar, I've got all the details there. It's in the right spot. Yep. I make sure I look a, a week out, a month out three months out, mm-hmm. where am I at with these things? Because sometimes I'll put something there and I won't finish the details. I need that time to do that because I'll get too close to the moment and in the moment that I'll get frustrated right. and I set myself up for failure. I love that too because like I try to work on my blog and I try to do certain things, but you know what? You have it in your head yeah. and then you get busy with other things. Right. And so I've noticed that. I'm like, no, you got to actually schedule this in. You keep telling people to schedule right. things in. And I do schedule a lot of stuff in, but certain things like my blog, I'll be like, oh, I'll get to it. Yeah. And then before you know it, the weekend's over, I'm back into work mode, and I don't have time. And so if I can just schedule it in like that and then check that off, Michael Hyatt, who is a great workflow kind of person, you know, mindfulness and Mm -hmm. and time, he's he's done a lot of things. He has a great podcast. One of his favorite phrases is, what gets scheduled gets done. Right. And you have to be able to schedule things, even the mundane, Mm -hmm. even the taking a nap. I'm going to take a break here setting your reminders to drink water, setting mm-hmm. your, your time. So there's a thousand different things, and we could talk for hours yeah. on this podcast about these different things that I've found that work for me. If you think you're going down this path, you need to get yourself the right kind of help and mm-hmm. then make a commitment. If you want to be successful while doing this, which you absolutely can, mm-hmm. while having ADHD or ADD, yeah. it's very possible. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to make that conscious decision of, I'm going to do this better, and then more importantly, Talk to the people who are closest to you, whether they be work colleagues, spouse, family, whatever, and say, look, this is kind of where I'm at right Mm -hmm. now with this. And if you see this, I won't be upset if you keep me accountable. Exactly. And I think that's the thing, too, is buddying up with someone can be helpful, too. Maybe they need to stay accountable with something, and maybe you do, and you can help each other. Because I always find that if you share it with someone else that you trust, then it can keep you in that accountability and checking in with yourself. And finally, before we wrap, I just wanted to mention one other thing, the uh, parking lot idea. 
if you are having trouble focusing and there's a lot of like negative stuff that's coming up for you, they have this whole concept that you can Google. It's called, you know, creating a parking lot. If you're having like racing thoughts and some of that negative stuff that we get bogged down in and we're trying to do our tasks, but we're, we're having all this negativity, just create like it could just even be just like I tell people to do like a brain dump before they go to bed. Have like a little notebook. It's the same kind of uh, concept. Have a little notebook where you just write down all this stuff to get it out of your head. Mm-hmm. So your brain feels a little more comfortable to know, OK, let me not ruminate on it and perseverate. Let me just get this out and then move on to the task that I need to do. I have people do it before they go to sleep, because if they're focusing on tasks they need to do for the next day or they're obsessing about something, get it all out. Tell your brain you're going to worry about it at another time. Yeah. <laughs> have a separate place to put it sure. and then be able to go to sleep. And every time your brain wants to start to wake up, you remind yourself that you've already taken care of it and that you'll pick it up in the morning. Yep. <laughs> um, and sometimes that can be helpful. But the parking lot idea when you're trying to get things done to get some of that stuff out of your head. So ADHD turns into a just nothing more than a massive negotiation mm. tactic with yourself. Yeah, It's negotiating uh, what you're going to remember, mm-hmm. what you're going to forget, tricking yourself. It's all negotiations in right. your mind that you've got to sort and realize that if you control it better, mm-hmm. you will make better decisions. You'll, your time will be more effective. Right. In the end, you're going to be happier because yeah. you're not going to you know, just have this constant stress and overarching fear, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, lurking around every corner. Right, and that's not who you are. You are so many things, but you are managing that so that you can have the best life possible. And that's the thing of having that awareness, that bigger picture. Like, okay, I understand when I tell myself certain things. You have this other consciousness that's saying, oh, there I go. The ADHD is trying to tell me a story right now. This is what I need to do. Write it down. You know, like you said, sticky notes. You have your system, and that's the most important thing is to have a system. And when all else fails, you can always just try acid. (laughs) Ben, of course, you know, you were so good through the whole podcast, Ben. I, that's so uh, that's especially for Brian to edit. <laughs> well, it was great to have you on, and, and you. that was such great advice for people. So I really hope it can be helpful for people who are dealing with ADHD or ADD or have focus and concentration issues. A lot of us have these focus and concentration issues, especially as we're getting older. So. Yeah. Ah! I'll tell you this. It wasn't an easy conversation when my, when my yeah. friend had it with me. I, it wasn't. I know it wasn't an easy conversation for him to have with mm-hmm. me. But, but he had it, your best it, interest. Yeah. In oh, mind. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It still, you know, still does to this day. So, you know, it's it's possible. Yeah. It is absolutely. Possible. So, if anybody has any more questions on this uh, or need some resources, come see me. Wellness at wctk.com. You can send me an email. Also, you can go to our Wellness Wednesday page at catcountry.com if you'd ever like to listen up to our Wellness Wednesday episodes. But yeah, for coping on the couch with Courtney and Brian, I'm Courtney. We've got Ben DeCastro hey, in uh, today. Goodbye now. Thanks for coming. <laughs> and. Thank Thank you so much for joining us.